Welcome to Tuscan Radio. My name is Drew Gretsch. I'm Yvonne Siva. And today we got another news episode. Uh, and then also at the end of the show, this is the, the second half is going to be reviewing The Empire Strikes Back. There's going to be a lot more to review here because there are just so many great choices that Empire Strikes Back makes. Um, yeah, so let's just start off with the news. Start off with, with this news. Biggest news yesterday... At uh, at this uh, PlayStation event, we got the official announcement, and I have the art- article p- pulled up here on StarWars.com. Here, Yvonne, I can share my screen so you can see it. Uh, we, ha- we have the official announcement for Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. So, there, so this is just straight from the press release. There are some video games that seem to change everything. Their genre, the art form, what we think a game could be. O- Orion Kellogg, executive producer at Luke's, at Luke's Film Games, and Ryan Treadwell, lead producer at Aspire, consider Star Wars Knights of the, of the Old Republic, known, known to fans, of course, as KOTOR, among those rare works. I was a big Star Wars fan growing up. I started on the Apple IIC and played all the Bioware games. It wasn't until I started playing KOTOR that I really understood how cinematic they could be. Kellogg tells Wars.com, when I first put in KOTOR and saw that the camera was pulled down to ground level and I could look away, and I could look up at the skyscrapers of, of Terrace. I'm sorry, I've not played the game. I'm definitely planning on playing the game, though. I really felt that I'd been put in the world in a way that I never had before. The characters were, were speaking to me in full voiceover and reacting to my choices, whether I was going light side or dark. It felt like it was a paradigm shift. So, the game will... So, jumping down, down to the end here. Announce it at PlayStation Showcase 2021. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake was the classic RPG return as a PlayStation 5 console exclusive at launch and for PC. At launch. I have an Xbox. Don't fight me. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was sad to hear this was just PlayStation. But hearing at launch, like... It's probably only a timed exclusive. That that was my thought. My, my guess is it's just going to be like a couple months. A couple months. Again, I'm not a big gamer. Like, I, I played the Star Wars games. Fallen Order is one of my favorite Star Wars stories. Battlefront 2 is still so much fun to play. Um, But these... I, I'm not entirely sure how something like this will work release date wise for everyone so yeah now Yvonne do you think this is canon do you do you think this is canon I mean, honestly I don't know yeah I no opinion on this because I don't really think it is now this is a true like shot for shot remake because that's like how these vi- video game remakes work is like it, it is just shot for shot, which I I like that I like that like it, you're just updating the, the graphics. They're rebuilding the game from the ground up though. Like they've scrapped everything. They're starting from scratch. 
you know, same script, same script, of course. Um, but yeah, they're starting from the ground up. I love that. I, I love that. You know, I tried to play KOTOR last year, but like the biggest thing for me was the graphics were just so outdated. The graphics were just so outdated. Um, but yeah, I really, really love this. I hope they, that they do this for all the games. Hope that they, they do this for all the games. Um, I think KOTOR 2. Like, they'll definitely, um do KOTOR 2 if this is if this is if this is a success and the the original Knights of the Old Republic is still considered one of the best video games of all time I have yet to play it yep I know I can play it Mm -hmm. but as you said I'm just a little hesitant yeah again I'm not much of a gamer I'm not much of a gamer but if there's anything like not even Marvel can bring me into gaming. I'm really hoping that um uh you know Midnight Suns looks fantastic. Have have you seen the uh Marvel's Midnight Suns tr- trailer Vaughn? I have not. Dude, that game looks incredible. I'm just, but like Guardians of the Galaxy looks awful. I think that game looks terrible. Um but yeah like Avengers is was okay. Avengers was okay, but like, it, it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars that really brings me into gaming. So, I'm really hoping that this game is good. So for vid- so for for vid- video games that we have in development right now, the only console game. All right, so here's what we got that I'm not really good gonna count. So we're gonna start off with on honorable mentions. We got Star Wars Hunters for mobile next year. And then uh, also ne- 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 next year, game I'm super excited for Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. So yeah, I'm actually too. I I cannot wait. I've said this before on the podcast. I said this last week. It was Lego Star Wars Complete Saga that made me a fan. It was that and Clone Wars. Those two things made me a fan, and I'm so glad. Like. Clone Wars last year was fantastic, the final season. The, this summer, just wrapping Bad Batch, absolutely phenomenal. Or season one of the Bad Batch, because we got season two next year. And then now having, like, next year, Bad Batch, which, Bad Batch season two, which is essentially Clone Wars season nine. And um, Lego Skywalker Saga, that's going to be, like my two things like come back in the same year. And I love that so much. Love that so, so much. But for console games, the only one that's been quote, quote unquote confirmed is Knights of the Old Republic remake. That's the only one that's been confirmed. We all know that Fallen Order 2 is happening. We all know it's happening. But again, that game has not gotten an official announcement from Lucasfilm, from EA, from Respawn. That's not happened yet. I mean, they could go in a different direction, though I see it as unlikely. They have to. That game was a huge hit. That game was a huge hit. I, 
it's stupid. It's stupid for them to not do Fallen Order 2. That's just so dumb. That's just so, so dumb. We, we know it's coming. I would expect this game. Um, no earlier than 2024. Because EA has the exclusivity until the end of 2023. Now, again, we know that, like, Aspire's doing KOTOR. We know that um, Ubisoft is doing their o- o- open world game. Yvonne, I told you the other day, I don't think that the Ubisoft game is coming until the end of 2025. Yeah, open world games take a very long time to make. Especially Star Wars. Especially Star Wars. Wars. Like, combining both of those it is going to be insane. I- I'm so excited for that game. I love Fallen Order. I wonder what they'll do. Like, do you think that's going to be a bounty hunter game? I mean, if it's open world, I think I think they should go and, like, not as open as Skyrim, but at least, like, choose yeah. who you'll be able to be. Yeah. In, I like, mean, the beginning. I don't... Because, like, I'm not sure if it's going to be bounty hunter-based. Because one of the other heavy, heavy rumors is a Mandalorian game mm-hmm. of a game like continuing the story of the Mandalorian. That's something I'm super excited for. Again, th- again, that's not, not something that's officially announced. Um, but yes, we got Ubisoft, their open world game. We got KOTOR Remake. We got Fallen Order 2. We've got Mandalorian, maybe. Probably. Probably. Um, Battlefront 2 spinoff. Battlefront 3, I'm not going to include because, you know, that's... Because Battlefront 3 is like, this week it's happening, next week it's not happening. But it's happening the week after that, but then, you know, the fourth week we get there, and it's not a thing. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, with Battlefront 3. I liked that game was blowing up this year. That game was blowing up this year. So, yeah. So here's the uh, trailer that we've got for the Knights of the Old Republic remake. So we're just gonna play this right here, and you guys can listen in. So yeah, 
That trailer is amazing. That's a great trailer. And I love it. It's just Revan. It's just Revan. I really hope, like, we keep that this game keeps what makes Revan Revan. Because in the original game, you don't know who Revan is. Like, he or she is whoever you want them to be. Revan is whoever you want them to be. So, I'm so excited for that. I'm so insanely excited for that. With all of it. It's just pure joy. Uh, Visions screener links have been sent out. They have been sent out. I have not gotten one yet. Ho I, I hope I do. Um, so, alright, episode, uh, Adam Fraser said, who did get, get the link, episodes vary in length from 13 minutes to 22 minutes, looks like the entire series runs about two and a half hours, the social embargo is September 17th, so that's next week, review embargo is September 21st. I'll have my thoughts in a future Star Wars Bits column. So yeah, uh, that's exactly what, what I thought it was going to be. That's exactly what I thought that it was going to be in terms of length. I'm just glad that it's not like five-minute episodes. I'm just glad it's not like five-minute episodes. Well, that, well, that was a, um, that, that, that was a thing, remember? Like, the five-minute episodes. Was that a thing? Well, I mean, that was just like a rumor because because they're short and and looking at some of the other shorts on Disney Plus that are some are like five minutes long. Um. Yeah, so I'm really happy about this being about the show being longer. Like I thought, like some of these that. I'm super excited for, like, the three that I'm really excited for are The Duel, The Twins, and, uh, The Ninth Jedi. Like, those are three I'm super excited for. I decided to keep myself basically unaware of everything except I, wa I did watch the trailer. Yep. Keeping myself completely unaware of everything. Yeah. Uh, so we got, like, a week and a half. We got a week and a half until the show comes out. How insane is that? Can I have? Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, September twenty second. Wednesday, the the twenty second will be the release of all nine episodes. Um, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So what we're gonna be doing? By that point, we will have covered the original trilogy and we'll then be taking like a two-week break because September 24th, we're, we're going to give you guys the time to watch these episodes and then we'll do like a full podcast breaking down these shorts. In in the same way that um, we did Clone Wars about two years ago now, of just do, of, we're just going to do all of them in like a an hour and a half long podcast. That That's what we're going to do. And then the, 
the week after that, we have Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, uh, which we're going to get to in a, in a second, because Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. Breaking today, The Mandalorian Season 3 new report. Of course, last month we heard from Carl Weathers, who plays Grief Karga, that Season 3 starts shooting in September. We're in September, dude. The Mandalorian Season 3 will be, be filming from September 20th, 2021 to March 23rd, 2022. That's about the same production schedule that both Seasons 1 and 2 had. So, Fall 2022. Fall 2022. Mm-hmm. Which my... Original guess was going to be, like, March of 2022. Like, back when Season 2 wrapped up, um, and we had the Boba Fett announcement, and, like, Boba Fett, I've, I've heard, actually took a lot longer to shoot than they were anticipating. Really? Yeah, Boba Fett took about seven months to film. At least. At least. Because, well, not necessarily. Because... They started shooting in November of 2020 for Boba Fett. And then in early June of this pa- of this year, of 2021, Tim Morrison announced that they had wrapped filming. Gotcha. That does not mean that the day before was when they wrapped filming. They could have wrapped back in May. They could have wrapped back in May. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so Boba Fett in December... And then the Mandalorian probe probably sometime in October. So my new prediction is we'll have Boba Fett starting in December. And it'll run through January. And then we're going to get Andor from February to the end of April. And then we are going to have Obi-Wan Kenobi in May. Which is contradictory to the next story. And then once... Obi Wan wraps up, then we'll get like another full summer of the Bad Batch. Except Bad Batch will be going into like September for next year, is my prediction. Okay. And then we'll get a couple weeks off, and then we'll have The Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. So that's just my, that's my prediction. Um, but a new book listing suggests a June of 2022 release date for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. Because, so, there are some of these kids' books, like Be More Lando, Be More Vader, Be More Leia. Be More Boba Fett is scheduled for release on December 7th, 2021. Interesting. In the key selling points, which, Yvonne, you can see right here, I am pulling up the site, Key selling points right here. Let's uh, see. Where is it? Do, do, do. Um, but anyway, the key selling points say that uh, it's tying in. Um, it, it mentions that the book is being released in tandem with the book of Boba Fett on, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. So the book Be More Obi-Wan 
is set for June 7th, 2022. Which, with my prediction, like, that will be about the time when the show wraps up. Because I, I think May 4th, Star Wars Day 2022, we can celebrate with the first episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So yeah, I mean, look, again, I don't r- really care. We're still get getting the content. We're still getting the Star Wars content. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's, there's any other big news to talk about. So, I mean, I'm just looking through this right now. Well, here's something actually. So, like, just a couple hours ago, or not, was it even two hours ago? Like, an hour and a half ago, Disney revealed their new updated slate through the year 2028. Now, really, it's just 2024. Uh, it's, like, they're only dates for. Um, but... Uh, then, like, 2025 through 2028, we got Star Wars and Avatar alternating. So, Star Wars-wise, we have Rogue Squadron on December tw- 22nd, 2023. Um, we have an untitled Star Wars film on December 19th, 2025. And an untitled Star Wars film on December 17th, 2027. So, no change there at all with Star Wars. Uh, I actually do believe, like, Rogue Squadron has been delayed by a week. Oh. Well, whatever. That's just one more week where we can speculate about Rogue Squadron. Yeah, put a positive twist on Oh, and Star Wars adjacent, uh, Indiana Jones 5 is still set for July 29th, 2022. Not Star Wars, but Star Wars adjacent. Indiana Jones is the dreams of, of Han Solo while he's in Carbonite. So, Indiana Jones is canon to me in Star Wars. So, oh yeah, guys, and, and we will definitely cover uh, the indie movies uh, next summer in the, in the run-up to the, to the fifth one. We'll absolutely do that. So, uh, let's talk about Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. You, you, you ready, Vaughn? Yeah. So here's the trailer. I got a bad feeling about this. What is this place? Castle Vader! The galaxy's first all-inclusive luxury theme resort. Feeling the power of the dark side at the Empire Emporium. Now open. Now open. lies tales almost too terrifying to tell. Would you like to hear them? <laughs> Was well, that lightning inside? Oh, the big one! <laughs> the legendary tales of the Sith speak of the thirst for power. So no, join us then and take what you want. Will you please? <laughs> this isn't fun! The devotion of the undead. for your 
a tale of desire. I wish I was a pilot. Join the Imperial Academy. I will train you. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Is that really what happened? No, it's not. <laughs> Be afraid. Be very afraid. think <laughs> a little on the nose is what i think everyone gets scared kid without fear you can't have courage here's e1496 So what'd you think, Yvonne? I'm I I feel kind of excited towards it. I know. Like you know, last year's special was fun. It it, it was fun. It was nothing mind blowing, right? Like it was just fun Star Wars Christmas adventure. This actually looks pretty good though. Like this yeah. actually looks good. Like, I'm actively anticipating Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales now, on October 1st. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I wouldn't think that I would be excited for it, but... Yeah, I... Yeah, it's, it, it looks good. So, uh, the Disney Plus landing page is now available, so you can just see it on Disney Plus. It's not out yet, of course. It's got that coming to Disney Plus on October 1st, 2021. It has a runtime of 44 minutes. I mean, so it's longer than the average Mando episode. Um, three terrifying tales tell of artifacts and, I and iconic villains from across all eras of Star Wars. So yeah, like, I mean, that just looks fun. It looks fun. Like, and it looks actually kind of... I don't think it's gonna be scary. I think the, the trailer's making it kind of look scary. Like it, the trailer thinks it's scary. Cause yeah. you got this shot. Uh, back here. Where is it? Oh, I don't want. I don't want to play it now. Um. It, it it's just the these here like these ghost kids. Um, or zombies, just like, dan dan dancing around a younger Ben Solo, and like, you know, you guys know, Ben Solo is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. You guys know that about me. Ben Solo is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And I loved the Ben Solo comic from a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I love that comic. And I really love, like, we're getting to see, like, a continuation. But, like, so soon, like, at, like that comic is only two, two years old. And that comic debuted the character of Ren. And already, we are seeing him on screen. Again, it's a, it's a non-canon Lego special. But it's still on screen. It's still yeah. on screen. So, yeah, I am excited for this. 
Night Sisters, awesome. We, got, we saw Darth, Darth Maul in the trailer. So here's our a, a good look at Ren. Who's playing Ren? Do we know? Um, Christian Slater. That's awesome. Like they got Christian Sl Slater to play Ren. Um. Yeah. What What else is Christian Sl Slater done? Um. Yeah, M M Mr. Robot, Heather's. Uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Uh, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. That animated film. So yeah, he's done a lot. He's, he's done a lot. He's, he's a big name. Super excited to see what he brings to the table here in, in the Star Wars universe. Um, I loved the, the gag at the end. I loved the, the gag at the end. Here. Four, nine, six, one, one, three, eight. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's so fun. That's so fun. I haven't even seen The Shining, and I know where that's from. Yeah, neither have I. N neither have I. The Shining is kind of a movie that, like, everyone knows and is referenced so much. Like, it's not even scary. It's it's just not even scary anymore. It's just It's just an enormous meme format. It really is. It really is. Um, so this last little thing I want to talk about in the trailer here. Um, obviously, we, we've been saying for a while, like, we want a Star Wars what-if story. Marvel is killing it right now. Marvel is killing it with their show. Uh, what If Zombies is absolutely phenomenal. That, the, the, this latest episode is absolutely fantastic, but this show's been great. I want to see what they could could bring to the table in like a Star Wars Infinity series, which is like a Star Wars what if. Now Visions is not canon, but it's not exactly a what if. It's not exactly a what if. Yeah, they gave the animation studios complete freedom to do whatever they want. Exactly, exactly. So, we'll we we will see we will see. But Yvonne. Oh yes, so that Luke Skywalker thing where he joins the Empire, that looks awesome. I'm excited for to see that yeah. part of the of the film. Um Do you want to talk about the absolute cinematic masterpiece that is Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Let's talk about it, you know? Just some of the greatest, um, most iconic lines in cinema history. Do or do not. There is no try. There is another Skywalker. I love you. I know. And I feel like there's there's one more, Yvonne. I, I can't think of it, though. So can can you help help me out? Like, what's the other big line from Empire Strikes Back? No, I am your father. You said it the right way. Good job. <laughs> um, yes, I know the right way how to say it. Yeah. Um, this movie's a masterpiece. I love this movie so much. It's not even necessarily a whole... It's not even necessarily like... It wasn't like a guaranteed hit. Because this came out in a time where, where movies didn't get sequels. Movies didn't get sequels. And if they did, they were ass. These sequels were awful. 
Like the these sequels were absolutely terrible. So the fact that this movie did something different and like is better than the first is insane. It's absolutely insane. Oh Yvonne, um The Empire Strikes Back is a sequel. The Empire Strikes Back is a Star Wars sequel. Cue the Jim Halpert Hel- look to the camera. Mm-hmm. Sequels can, can be good. They That's can. all we're going to say. That's all we're going to say. Some sequels are good. Some sequels are bad. You know? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, Yvonne, what do you want to talk about first with Empire? Mm, I have not seen the movie Quite some time. Quite some time. So right. The fact that I could even remember the no, I am your father line was that was unexpected, but a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Wait, no, that's not yeah. a line. Um, oh no, that's from that's from Phantom Menace. The one I'm thinking of is impressive, most impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off just talking about the characters. Start off with the characters. We go so much deeper in all these char- characters in this movie. We go so much deeper in the characters because we know, know know them already. We already know them. Yeah, so I can just keep expanding on the we stories. We just keep expanding. Like, what I love about this movie is this movie has balls. This movie has balls. The heroes lose. Mm-hmm. The heroes lose at the end of this movie. You couldn't have that. Not 1980. Not in 2021. 20, can't have the heroes lose. No, not anymore. What I love about this movie, and we're just jumping, jumping all around. We're jumping all around here. George consulted like a child psychologist. Do, do you know the story, Vaughn? I don't think I do. George consulted a child psychologist. And George like, yeah, you know, so, uh, Darth, Darth Vader, he's, uh, he's Luke Skywalker's father. How's that gonna affect the kids? No. <laughs> and what happened was the psychologist was like, well, they either won't believe him or they'll just accept it. They won't believe him or they'll just accept it. That's exactly what happened. Um, but yeah, but this... And you know, like, how, how that was originally shot was, like... Um, Obi-Wan killed your father. No one knew about it. No one knew about that, except for George. And... I think... Um, James Earl Jones. There's probably one other person who knew. Well, Kirsch knew, because Kirsch was, was directing the movie. Uh, Irvin Kirshner. And all the people who were like, in order for a Star Wars trilogy to be good, that it all need, needs to have one director. Do you know what trilogy has just one director? The, the original. 
original trilogy? The prequel trilogy. Oh. I think it's a stronger trilogy. I think it's a stronger trilogy, but we know which one has the better movies. But all three prequels were directed by George. The Matrix trilogy. Only one of those movies is good. The first one. Uh, The Hobbit trilogy. Which should have been just two movies. Or just one movie. Just one movie. Had one director for all three films. You know what trilogy, Yvonne? Did not have one director. Which trilogy? The Star Wars original trilogy had three directors. Three directors. Uh, The Captain America trilogy. Of course, you can say, like, well, that's just, like, the exams I'm thinking of. The Dark Knight films, just just one director. Uh, The Lord of the Rings films, just one director. The Godfather films, just one director, I I believe. Uh, Indiana Jones, that first... Holy trilogy. So, you know, but the first one what was uh, George Lucas, the second one what was Irvin Kirshner, and the third one was Richard Marquand. Mm-hmm. But all three films had a story by George Lucas. Because George didn't write Empire. George did not write this movie. Um, but yeah, like... This film is a masterpiece. It is. It is absolutely amazing. And, like, this movie, like, just shows, like, why the heroes lose. This shows why the heroes lose. And I think there's only one other movie that's even comparable to this, and that's Avengers Infinity War. You can see the moment. You can see the moment in both of those franchises where, like, the heroes turn away. And that's the moment where it's like, that's when they lose. And Empire, it's when Luke leaves D- Dagobah to go help his friends. That's the moment. That's the moment where Luke Skywalker loses. In Civil War, it's when Steve drops his shield. That's not in Infinity War, but like Infinity War is just. I, I love Infinity War. I-, I love Infinity War, but. It's all just Civil War's continuation and game setup, but like Infinity War, you can see like it, it's when Steve drops the shield. And it's like that's the moment where they lose. Yeah, that's that moment. So you you can really just see like <sighs> Star Wars changed cinema forever. Yeah, they it was. The whole thing. If you look, the overarching story is a great thing, but it's only about one family. Oh, no, 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 Yvonne. Sorry, I'm talking about A New Hope. Oh, A New Hope? A New Hope. Of course, Star Wars is huge, but, like, for one movie to change cinema forever, and then for the sequel to do it again, the sequel did it again. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing how great this movie is. And just, like, how much care George put into it. Like, they delayed the release of the Yoda action figure. 
to keep that surprise for the movie. And the people were like, well, I mean, they just do these to sell toys. That's why characters have more than one face. And it's like, you know what, with Marvel Legends, like, you may look at um, a character like this, this uh, Baron Zemo from the Falcon and the Soldier. He has this ma mask on for, like, one minute. In the whole show, he has a mask on for, for one minute. But the action figure has two faces. No, that's not for kids. That... That, that, that's for the collectors. It's for the collectors. Like, these are not made to sell toys. Transformers and G.I. Joe that, that are based on toys, it's a different story. Yeah. Of course, the toys ha have always been a huge part of Star Wars. As you can see by my collection. But, um, but these films were not made to sell toys. Except for Phantom Menace. Like, Phantom Menace was made to sell toys. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, these, George cares about the story so much. Yeah. Can we talk about just, like, how genius it was that, like, George decided, like, he was like, I want to keep the merchandising rights. George Lucas still, I, I believe he still gets profits of everything of every like Star Wars piece of merch that comes out, and he, he gets for his a life copy and of like he gets. I actually heard that like George has like a full like Darth Talon room. I'm not sure if that's true or not. It doesn't sound like it's true, but it's George. So it might be true. You know, you know what, uh, Dar Darth Talon, the uh, sexy red Twi'lek Sith. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that's... I read Twi'lek, and I knew you know, would know who you were talking about. But sexy and Sith. Um, anyway. Um, let's talk about Yoda. Let's talk about Yoda. How amazing is the character of Yoda? It's great. Yoda... Like, this is what Jar Jar was, me was meant to be, right? Like, this is what Jar Jar was supposed to be. Jar Jar... Because George had Yoda... How do you get so big eating food of this kind? Yoda was like that because George wanted to reveal that, like, the greatest master is the last person to expect. So... By having this absolute fool of a character and revealing him to be the greatest Jedi Master of all time. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yoda is as mysterious today as he was 41 years ago when this movie came out. We still don't know anything about him. I don't want to. I don't want that, to. That kind of adds to his character. It's not knowing a single thing. I have not once speculated about Yoda's backstory. Never once speculated about it. Because I like it's a mystery. I like that it's a mystery. Yoda comes from wherever we, we, we want Yoda to be from. So, I, I love the character so much. love the character so much. I love the line. 
I love Lana. Like one 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 of my favorite moments. I'm about. I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up. I, I'm just gonna play the scene. I'm just gonna play the scene.
So, yeah, I mean, like, that scene is just absolutely beautiful. That scene's beautiful. It, it's such, like, it adds so much to the movie, too. It adds so much. That is why you fail. Like, oh my god, like, the writing in this movie is phenomenal. It's absolutely amazing. Um, that moment when they're in the um, Yoda's hut, where they're in y- Yoda's hut, and Luke just goes, I don't even know what we're doing here. We're wasting our time. And Yoda just bows his head and goes, I cannot teach him. The boy has no patience. And we hear the voice of Obi-Wan, You will learn patience. Much anger in him, like his father. Was I any different when you taught me? Just that line. Luke. In that moment. Underestimates Yoda. Until he hears Obi-Wan's voice. Mm -hmm. It's like how. Oh my god. I love this movie so much. I love this movie. So freaking much. It is a very good movie. That's, like, it's so good. Like, I watched it this afternoon. I want to watch it again now. I want to watch it again. This movie's perfect. In every sense of the word, this movie's perfect. Perfect film. The score from John Williams, in my opinion, is unrivaled. It's unrivaled. Like, even among John Williams' best scores, um, the, a new, like, Star Wars alone, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, uh, The Phantom Menace, Just for Duel of the Fates, Revenge of the Sith, it's a beautiful score, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. Like, all six of those, I believe, are some of the best film scores of all time. And then you also have Indiana Jones, and Jaws, and Superman the Movie, and Harry Potter, like, John Williams is the GOAT. Yeah. He's the best. He's, He's the amazing best. at making music. And just, like, the way that... John Williams can craft a story of his own. For, the, for those of you who are interested, there's a version on Disney+. Plus. Um, if you go to the extras for Star Wars Last Jedi... You have the option to play a score-only version of that film. Meaning there's no other words, there's no other sounds, it's just John Williams. And it's awesome. It's awesome. You may not not like The Last Jedi, but I think like hearing it, just hearing it, and knowing how that can tell the story alone is absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah, um... I love you. I know. Har- Harrison Ford and, and Irvin Kershner had to fight so hard with George to get that in the movie. Because George didn't want it. George d- did not want it. Um, at a press screening for Empire Strikes Back, 
when that scene played, or a, a test screening, not a press screening. This was a test screening for the movie called Months Before It Came Out. Um, and that line played, people laughed, and George just left. And then Irvin Kirshner, the director, followed him, and he was like, George, don't take this out. Trust me, the, this line is going to be so important. And it is. It It is, dude. This line is... A, th- everything about this movie is perfect. It's so good. It's just... Uh, there, There is no sequel that will ever come close to The Empire Strikes Back. No second... Uh, Winter Soldier is pretty damn good. Winter Soldier is pretty, pretty damn good. In relation to how the first movie is. Like, I think that both of these mo- movies are A pluses. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, because, like, I feel like the Winter Soldier is a... I don't know. I don't know. I, I love all these movies so much. I love all these movies so much. Um... But yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got nothing else to say really, really about Empire Strikes Back, but I, I want to go watch it right now. Yvonne, do you have anything else? No, nothing else to say. Nothing else to say? All right, guys. Well, this has been Tuscan Radio. Please go follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. Leave a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read it here on the show. Send it in an email, TuscanRadio at gmail.com. Uh, go and check out the Marvel podcast, another Marvel podcast, because we've got Shang Chi is perfect. That's a great movie. Go see Shang Chi again. Listen to our podcast for. It. And if you've been watching What If on Disney Plus, go and check out our coverage there. Um, yeah, our two-year anniversary celebration of Tuscan Radio continues next week with Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, and then we'll take a two-week break. As I said. Uh, covering Vision Season 1 and Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales and we'll, we'll be back with the prequels and the and then The Force Awakens and then Rogue One and then The Last Jedi and then Solo and then guess what I- I- Yvonne what it's Boba Fett time <clears throat> so yeah uh, and, and depending on uh, by that point we, we will have a set re- release date for the book of Boba Fett I have a set date at that point which, you know, let's just check, because with, 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 with my, my luck, a date's going to be announced as soon as the podcast is done recording. Uh, yes, there's no new date yet for, for, for Boba Fett, so it's December. Um, if, depending on what happens on, then we'll cover uh, the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. We'll do a, a look back at the Rise of Skywalker. We'll cover the Clone Wars movie. There's so much Star Wars left to cover, guys. So thank you just so, so much for, for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. And I'm Yvonne Do or do not. There is no try. May the force be with you. This is the way. No, I am your father. I love you. I know. I have spoken. <laughs>